Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Revealing the Truth, where I tell you all how the government and law enforcement treat the mentally disabled in unethical ways. I'm here to bring light on these issues. Today we will be discussing specific cases of how law enforcement and the justice system have treated the mentally disabled wrong. We are going to start off with the story of Patty Saylor and her son, Ethan Saylor, who has Down syndrome. Patty knows all too well what the consequences of law enforcement not being able to properly treat people with mental disabilities. Ethan died after an encounter with law enforcement when he was only 26 years old. It was something that could have completely been prevented if police were more trained In January of 2013, Ethan went to a movie, and when his support aide went to the car, Ethan tried to go back into the movie, but he did not buy a new ticket. Three officers who were working confronted him, and he didn't cooperate because he did not want to leave, and he couldn't understand what was going on. Police resulted into using violence to deal with Ethan. It was very apparent that Ethan had a disability and could not even understand the severity of the diagnosis. All he wanted was just to go back to the movie. The police pushed him onto the floor and one of the deputies ended up being on top of him, which unfortunately ended up taking his life away. The court ruled this as a homicide and let the officer go out without any criminal charges. Ethan Saylor was murdered, and he was not given any justice. This was due to the lack of information and training of law enforcement, and the justice system didn't even take any charge over this as well. This should have ended differently. The police should have understood. One with Down syndrome completely can't understand some situations, and a simple situation like getting back into a movie theater should not lead to someone's death, especially a murder. Unfortunately, 22-year-old Adam Trammell also had an unfortunate experience with the police. Adam was diagnosed with schizophrenia, and he was having an episode. A neighbor had heard, and she called 911 because she had seen him naked in the corridor talking about the devil. She was concerned for him and called the police. Adam was not armed, and he was not threatening anyone around him, but he would not leave the shower even when the police were asking him to. The police then took their tasers and tased him 15 times. Long and painful electrical shocks. He was screaming in pain in his bathtub. Once he was weak enough, police dragged him down and injected him with sedatives, such as ketamine. Moments later, he had stopped breathing, and he was taken to a hospital, but unfortunately was pronounced dead. This was in May 25th, 2017. And this was also all caught on video by the cameras the officers were wearing. He was violently assaulted by the police. The people who were called to go and see if he was okay. He had not threatened the police in any way, shape, or form. He just couldn't cooperate because he was having a schizophrenic episode. How is one with schizophrenia, who is having a major episode, be able to understand what is going on? They need to be treated calmly and need to be helped, not to be beaten and killed. The police said that they wanted to go in only to help Adam, but it left them taking his life away because they could not understand his situation.
This has been a common trend in our law enforcement. People with mental disabilities should not be treated with violence and ignored by their disabilities. Those need to be embraced and they need to learn how to deal with these type of people. 56-year-old Mark Neal was also a victim of police brutality. He had experienced mentally disabling problems his whole life. At a young age, it was obvious he had ADHD. But as he started taking harder drugs, it turned into more. And these were the drugs that the doctors gave him. Neil sometimes had irrational thoughts. He had talks about trying to pull out a gun to the police. And he'd had this conversation with his mother. Neil had been carrying a fake gun and he pulled it out on the police. It was fake and the police tried to negotiate with him. But he just did as he was doing. The police did not go up to him to check or to see. Six officers opened fire on Neil. Six of them. Neil was still alive, but then two officers approached him and they shot him again. Even when they saw the firearm in his hand. The firearm was obviously fake. And it was completely unethical for police to continuously shoot at someone like that. It was almost like they were trying to kill him. All three of these cases that I discussed with you today have the same exact ending, even though they were years apart. The mentally disabled person always ended up dying. No mentally disabled person should die because of their mental disabilities. This is the police's job and the government's job to train the police, the people who are supposed to protect us, to treat these people properly and to make them have more empathy. Mental disabilities have always had such a negative stigma about them. But now as our generation is growing, more awareness has been brought to these issues. We need to learn as a whole society and look up to our government who should be protecting us. There needs to be better resources for these people to be able to deal with their problems and not to be shot or used with violence. On the next episode, I'm going to be informing you of how mentally disabled people are treated in the prison system. Thank you for listening to me today as I informed you on these cases. I hope you will join me next week.